They say this cat brother Craig is a bad brother. But I'm talking about Hatchet. Then we can dig it. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the Hatchet Man, every Saturday. Who is the Hatchet Man? Where is the Hatchet Man? Who is this Hatchet Man and where can we find him? Okay, okay. Brother Craig is the Hatchet Man and you can find him at WNTW 820-The Answer. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the Hatchet Man, on 820 AM WNTW. Now, no more water, you guys. Please. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Hello, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. I don't know who let this big dog out, but folks, the big dog is out now, and uh, we're going to have a fantastic program here for the next two hours. Uh, Unfortunately, my fantastic guest, that we had lined up for today, Austin Ruse uh, is on a, is going to be unable to be with us today. We're just going to reschedule that appointment. Fantastic book this gentleman has written, Fake Science. And you know, uh, I've been saying it for years that uh, you know I don't I don't get it with with the with the low fat Republicans folks. <laughs> okay, do do I have to write everything in crayon for these people? I mean, what? This stuff is so simple, folks, okay? How many years have the Democrats been calling uh, conservatives, Republicans, and especially us Christians, been saying we're anti-science, okay? And am I the only guy in media that's been saying for years, uh, this is why I I love what this gentleman has written in this book, Fake Science, okay? But am I the only guy in media that has been for years actually pointing out that no, Mr. Democrat or Democrat or Coalition of Evil or whatever you, whatever these people are, we are the party of science, okay? We are the people who believe in things that are real, okay? We not only believe in science, you know, take, take just the five C's, for example. The Christian Conservative Constitutional capitalistic coalition and, and and just examine the 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 constituencies that make up this coalition christian believers what do we believe in we're not anti-science i mean einstein was a christian and einstein wrote and said that the more he learned about science the more he believed in god there is no contradiction between religion true religion true faith in God, true understanding of God, because God created science, okay? So to understand science is to understand the inner workings of the mind of God Almighty, all right? And this, 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 this notion that you have uh, these uh, great, brilliant, out-of-the-box thinking uh, Democrats, neoliberals, leftists, whatever they want to call themselves, and then you have these backwards troglodyte uh, Christians and conservatives who who uh, they 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 describe conservatism as you want to conserve everything that your thinking is cementious and that you you cannot uh, handle a new idea. And the simple fact of the matter, folks, when you look at the things we believe in versus the things they say, I don't even think they really believe this mess. 
uh, particularly those that are, the, that are the drivers of culture. Now, they have a lot of true believers that uh, people that don't know how to think for themselves that have merely been programmed and the, what they call useful idiots. Now, those people believe that stuff. But now, whether Barack Obama believes it or whether Al Gore truly believes in global warming, whether Nancy Pelosi truly believes the tripe that she says, you know, whether, um, you know, you, you, you just pick the person. Of course, Saul Alinsky didn't believe it uh, himself. He even wrote in his book that he, he knew he was a liar and that he was tricking people. And he wrote a book, Rules for Radicals, showing other Democrats how to trick people, how to lie to them, okay? okay? And this, this whole thing of fake science and fake news is merely an extension of that, folks. But, I mean, you don't get any more scientific than the fact that when you are born, you have a set of chromosomes. You are male or female, all right? This is verified by Scripture of, of God's holy word, says male and female created we them male and female okay didn't didn't say you uh get to choose uh what you want to be some crazy woman uh, just recently had a baby and uh put upon the authorities that are the record keepers uh don't put any uh gender on the child's uh, birth certificate we're gonna let the child grow up and decide if the child wants to be male or female okay I can just peep in the child's diaper and tell you what the child is, male or female. This, this is just ridiculous, okay? So who is the party of science? How much more scientific does it get that just things are so simple and that this stuff is so complicated now that Republicans back down time and time and time again, okay? When the Democrats put pressure down in North Carolina, it was a Republican governor that backed down, okay? And, and folks, this is why Trump is president today. Folks are tired. They are tired of Republicans continually backing down. It's not that folks think Republicans are the greatest things, because you know, folks, I've been, how long have I been calling Republicans low-fat Republicans, okay? Not all Republicans, but truly, there are, there is uh, such a thing as a low-fat Republican, okay? Zero grams onion power, zero grams ability to think outside the box, zero grams creativity, zero grams ability to be confrontational when confrontation is called for, okay? And some of them, not all, I don't, I don't even think most, but many, I would say zero grams integrity because they're selling themselves, and the only reason that I prefer them over Democrats is that in the Republican Party, you can say it's some of them. In the Democrat Party, it's practically all of them have sold out to this group or that group. And they're selling the whole nation up the river. And in particular, folks, in particular, they're selling their own constituencies. Okay, now how often have you heard, oh, such and such a dictator, uh, he's uh, harming his own people? Okay, you hear it in Syria, oh, he's gassing his own people. You hear it in North Korea, oh, he's starving his own people. You hear it in Russia, oh, he's doing this to his own people. You hear it all throughout the Middle East, oh, they, this is what they're doing to their own people. Well, folks, who else can they do it to? Who? 
okay? Who, who, little, little tyrant in North Korea, who can he harm with absolute control of their lives other than his own people? In Syria, who, who can he do this to other than his own people? And so it's the same thing in America. Who did Barack Hussein Obama harm? Mostly his own people, Americans. Who are the Democrats harming? Their own people, Democrats in these ghettos. You know, the interesting thing Dinesh D'Souza uh, put out, uh, made a comparison to um, the, uh, the, the book by Kenneth Stamp, The Peculiar Institution. He says that there's five features of a slave plantation. Five features, broken down and dilapidated unsafe housing, okay? You see these movies of uh, slave, or you can even see in old photographs of um, the Civil War era. The, uh, the slave didn't live in a fine house like the master did. The slave had a little shack out in the backyard, okay? Broken families. High degree of violence required in order to hold the place together. No, everybody gets a basic provision, but nobody gets ahead. Okay? And that it's an intergenerational, ongoing, lasting way of life with no escape. That was slavery. What now what's the difference between that slavery, that physical slavery, versus the mental and spiritual slavery? that the same party of slavery, the Democrat Party, Democrat Party perpetuated physical chattel slavery, and it's the same Democrat Party that's perpetuating spiritual slavery today. You go through all these uh, cities, uh, you just pick a city, Baltimore, Oakland, New York, Chicago. Did you know, folks, that 2,000 people have been shot in Chicago so far this year, over 300 of them dead? Any given weekend, there's 75 to 100 shootings in Chicago, most of them in the senatorial district that was Barack Hussein Obama's. And the violence has gotten worse since Barack Hussein Obama was the, the, uh, the senator in Illinois and worse when he became the president of the United States. There is no improvement. They don't want improvement. Now, that might shock some people. Oh, hatchet man, how can you say that? Call the show and I'll tell you how. 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. But that's an absolute fact, folks. The money is in the treatment, not the cure. And we, that's something that we often say with regards to pharmaceutical, pharmaceuticals, okay? The money is in the treatment, not the cure. Why would not the same case be in politics, okay? And if you follow the money, and if you ask yourself, who benefits from poverty? And the Democrats have been telling these angry, particularly black folks, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I just have to say this. These, they've got these angry, angry Negroes foaming at the mouth at people that have no control over their lives at all. These people live in areas that are 100% controlled by Democrats, and the Democrats keep telling them, oh, it's the Christians, it's the white man, it's the conservatives, it's the Republicans. Last time I checked, Republicans controlled Chesterfield and Henrico, not Richmond and Petersburg. We're going to take a break. 
454-1366. If you have the nerve to face the hatchet, man, I'd love, I would just love to have a Democrat. Please, please let one Democrat, please, 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 help me, James Brown. <laughs> help me, James Brown. One Democrat call up this program and 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 give me a little pushback on this. 804-454-1366. We will be right back. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the sky. Lovers, they may cause you tears. Go ahead, release your fears. Stand up and be counted. Don't be ashamed to cry. You gotta be, you gotta be. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. I love that song. Does that make me crazy? <laughs> I think that joker's name is, 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 is a strange name, Gnarls Barkley, kind of like Charles Barkley, but, you know, K-N Gnarls. I mean, that, that's, uh, that must be a stage name. But uh, that's that's a real strong song. I like that song, Crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean, hey, th- does it make me crazy to say these things that I say? And, and I noticed the phone did not ring when I put the challenge out to Democrats, okay? 804-454-1366 is the number. And now this radio signal, speaking of radio signal now, we put a um, – I actually came by and helped out putting a, a new satellite dish on the roof of the studio – Okay, uh, a few days ago, and uh, we're also on FM now. So I want to ask you all, uh, we're on not only 820. Many of you are listening on 820 because that's where we've been for for years. But we now are simulcasting on 97.7 FM. And I would ask a favor from you listeners out there. If you're driving and you're listening on 820 AM, 
if you would switch over to 97.7 FM and give us a call, let us know where you're located and what the relative sound quality is. And similarly, if you're listening on 97.7 FM, if you try it out at 8.20 a.m., give us a report of how far you are from the studio now. We can be heard from... um, we can be heard from Caroline County in the north down to the Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia border in the south. And east-west, we can be heard from Louisa in the west. My buddy uh, Larry always has our western flank covered uh, over to Hampton Newport News in the east. And so this, this is a, about a 170-square-mile area, but the outer rim parts – are are not as strong as in the central part. So if someone uh, would would call and let us know what the relative sound quality is between the uh, 820 a.m. and the 97.7 FM, we'd greatly appreciate it. And we have a caller, Andre from Petersburg. Andre, what's on your mind? Hey, what's going on? Actually, uh, Unfortunately, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Democrat because I grew up in Petersburg. Okay, so you've seen, <laughs> look, you you understand when I just uh, shared uh, that thing about the five features of a slave plantation, uh, Petersburg has all of that, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it, it is the case study, if you ask me. Yeah, you know, yeah. Small town, you know, you know. And is and is you know like I said I, I grew up and I watched it just go downhill. Yeah, and you know Andre, and, do you know how many years I've been writing these things in crayon for the Republican Party? I mean, so, you know, there are days when I think that okay, maybe their idea of being a conservative, maybe they are the caricature that the Democrat Party paints of someone with cement between their ears. I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I write it in crayon for these people. What is wrong with these guys? It's it's like it's like Jesus says in the Bible that the harvest is is ripe, but the laborers are few. Okay, that's I, right. I see uh, Black America as ready to come back home to their original political party, the Republican Party. Am I overstating better, the case? You better stop using facts. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, and I mean, you know, and I, and if I, I've always, you know, as when I grew up in Petersburg and I escaped because I live in Chesterfield. That's as far down as I'm gonna go. Yeah. And and I tell you, you know, I, I I tell people all the time, you know, that's you know that was created for us. If you are, if you are an originalist, then you are miss, you know, then you are missing out. Yeah. Because you know this is the party that 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 we created that we should have control of yes yes you know yes. and 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 all of these things that that we say that they have that we don't have you know we we They're should there have for the taking and, yep and, yeah. and 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 these people are telling us that we can't take it yeah but see and fear Peter is, is a how, prime example yeah fear is how they rule okay and not only mm-hmm. do the democrats rule the uh the uh the democrat plantation that has 90 percent of black america trapped there not only do they rule them with fear, but the, the dirty little secret, Andre, is that the Republican Party is full of fear themselves, okay? And, I mean, mm-hmm. I've been trying to tell these jokers for years, you need to get up out of that fear because the most off, one of the often uh, quoted phrases in God's holy word in the Bible is fear not. 
you know. Amen. And if you and if you just look at the simple um, the, 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 the simple sermon, whose report do you believe? You know, Caleb came before Moses with a report and, you know, 10 of his big brothers came with a different report. And the, and the t- it, it was 10 against two. And the two mm-hmm. said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome. But the men mm-hmm. that went with him said, we be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And you got this mm-hmm. fear in both parties. You got the poor in spirit in the Democrat Party, scared of white people, scared of civilization, right. scared of Christianity, scared of conservatism, scared of capitalism, you know, mm. and they just want to be a ward of the state. And like, like I've been saying for years, during slavery, you got a free house, free food, a free outfit every year. On a good year, you mm. might have got a free pair of shoes. You got free health care. When the veterinarian came by to look at the cows, he might have checked you out. You had everything mm-hmm. free except freedom. Yeah, well, they well, see, they don't have, they don't understand that suffering is, is the number one product of the Democrats. You, hey, amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm gonna be next time. Next time somebody on your show cancel, man, just give me a call. I'll come in there and fill in. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I gotta go. I talk All right, to you brother. Next week. I appreciate All it. Right. God bless you. All <laughs> right. And and we're gonna say hi to our friend Larry uh, Manning, the Western Flank, way out there in Louisa County. Uh, and you know, and I forgot to ask Andre about how the ninety-seven point seven FM. So I'll ask you, Larry, can you get both AM and FM out there, brother Craig? I gotta be honest with you. I'm an AM man. If I, I only <laughs> tune to FM if I want to get the confusion. So I'm, okay. I'm AM all the way. So oh. I'll, I'll check on that for you some other time because I'm traveling now. But one thing I wanted to share with you, back in the 70s, I went to what you would call a prep school, and it was 1976 during the presidential election, and there was only like three of us students in the school that supported now you got to give me some grace on this, Jimmy Carter. Oh, and I was the, <laughs> and I was I was the only one who had a bumper sticker on his book. It was like three students out of the whole thing. But what I want to say is, now in schools, you you're losing your freedom of speech. You're losing who you can bring to on campus. But when I was yeah. in that situation, which was ninety-seven percent Republican, mm-hmm. nobody. Nobody threw my book down. Nobody right. harassed me. I mean, there was right. kind of a couple of jokes, but yeah. there and was it was freedom of expression, freedom that hey, he's got a Carter sticker. That's his yeah. right, and you, you know, don't. You're really right. Changed. And see, but that's the difference in how Republicans comport themselves versus Democrats. Demo- yes. Democrats, Democrats don't extend that. Do you know, Larry? I cannot give a speech at my high school, Charles City County nor my college alma mater, VCU. Larry, can you hold while we take a bottom-of-the-hour break? Yes, sir. All right. We're going to take our break, folks, and we will be right back with my friend Larry manning our western flank way out in Louisa County. Welcome back to the program, Virginia, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man. And I do mean friendly, friendly neighborhood 
Hatchet Man, Brother Craig. And, uh, yeah, I had a, had to throw in a, a little hatchetation earlier in the program. I haven't had a good hatchetation in a while. One of my friends was telling me, you know, what's up with this kinder, gentler hatchet man? <laughs> so, uh, but we have our buddy Larry uh, joining us from uh, Louisa County. Uh, you still there, Larry? I'm still here, and I hope that you have a statute of hatchetations. In <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, so what else is on your mind, buddy? Uh, just the fact that it looks like people are hard at work in our country trying to deny their fellow citizens their rights, their yes. right to speak, their right to worship. Uh, it is just unreal. Yeah. You, you're, and, and you're absolutely what, right. Yeah. And, and what I don't understand is, as Americans, we have that right, but mm -hmm. yet we have fellow Americans trying to deny it, trying to vilify, trying to downgrade, cuss, fuss, and spit at each other. And well, Larry, let's the put the blame. Thing. Let's 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 unpack this and analyze it a little deeper, uh, brother Larry. Now you have. I'm, as you, you probably know this, Larry, many people maybe don't know this, but I'm founder and president of the First Amendment, Inc. And I, my catchphrase that we have uh, at the First Amendment is that freedom is a use it or lose it proposition. Meaning that if we don't take the time and the trouble to get ourselves educated, actually know what our rights and freedoms are, and know first and foremost that God Almighty is the author of those rights and freedoms, not Congress, not the Founding Fathers, not Obama, not Trump, not Bush, not Hillary, that God is the author of, of our rights and freedoms. If we don't know this, Larry, and then have a willingness to defend these rights and freedoms when they come under attack, then we'd be like a farmer that has a crop in the field and we don't till it, we don't water it. We don't put down in pesticides to, to kill insects that might do harm to our crop. And so when it comes harvest time, we have a bunch of excuses as to why we can't feed our family. But your wife and children, they don't want to hear that. Your wife and children want you to get your hind parts out there in that field and kill those bugs, kill those diseases, make sure that a crop comes in. Am I right in that, Larry? Brother, you're hitting the nail on the head. I mean, uh, well, that's the way it used to be, but it looks like now if you're a man and stand up for what's right. I was in a college situation, and a young man talked about standing up to protect his mother, and a young girl said in class openly to him, well, that was so very patrician of you. It's huh. like if you if, – if you want to protect your family, well, you must be a sexist. Or <laughs> mm, see, this is the game I, they play, and the, and the young man needs to just stand firm. He said the right thing. He needs to just stand his ground. And see, men have to understand the five Ps of life, Larry. And many of us, particularly we who played sports, our coaches taught us the five Ps, proper preparation prevents poor performance. And that's a good yeah. analogy of the five Ps. But also as a man, and that I commend that young man, uh, a, a man has to understand that for him, the five Ps in his family, he has to be priest, prophet, pastor, protector, and provider. 
And ne- never mind what some chick says about, oh, she's going to give you the sixth P. Oh, that's very, what she say, Larry? Patrician. That's very patrician. But well, when most she said women. That, Brother Craig, go ahead. When she said that, Brother Craig, I had to jump into the fray and we had a real good. <laughs> <laughs> We had a real good soup in, but I just couldn't let this man be challenged and not have his back. So, Amen. Now, what kind of forum was this? Was this at a school? It was at a school I'd rather not name, and it was mm-hmm. at a club meeting, but it was, it was just surprising to oh, me. Oh, so these were not students. These were adults. Oh, no. No, these were students. These were students, and it was a student talked about protecting his mom. And another student said that was so very patrician of him. Mm-hmm. And see, the young lady has been spoon-fed a bunch of tripe from the feminazis. And, and the feminazis, along <laughs> with the radical homosexuals, have ruined this. You know, I'm not going to do it today, but you, you may remember uh, in the past, uh, quite often I've read the Homosexual Manifesto. And, you know, the uh, these all people are part of the coalition of evil and that what they really hate is they hate God and they hate religion and they hate faith and they hate people who have faith in God. And so they want self-worship and worship of them in their capacity as leaders. And so we're supposed to worship them. And it's nothing but the same old thing of when Satan was kicked out of heaven, uh, Satan determined that he was going to come back to heaven and he was just going to take the place over. Okay. And so they go after our young. They're in the schools. They're in the churches. They, they run Hollywood. They run uh, higher ed, at, you know, the, at, on the college level. Uh, you know, they run the music industry. They run the media. And on our side, Larry, this is what I've been, I've been preaching to um, we who are in the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition is that we have to go on offense. And that is okay for a man to say that in his household he is prophet, priest, pastor, protector, and provider. That's okay. And I'd be interested if some women would call in. Th- thank you so much for, uh, for for participating, Larry. Thank you, Brother Craig. Keep preaching, please. All right. God bless you, brother. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'd, I'd be interested if there's some women in the audience. 804-454-1366 is the number. 804 804- Four five four one three six six. Where would a where would a mature woman come down, or even a millennial? Well, not that millennial women are not mature. I don't I don't want to get Kelsey riled up here. <laughs> but um, I I'd be interested to know, and I'm sure our audience would be interested to know where would uh, women in this audience come down on the issue of is. This uh, patrician, is this old-fashioned, is this passe, or are these desirable traits that women would actually look for and seek out and appreciate in a man? And, uh, and again, the number is 804-454-1366. But, you know, I have this, speaking of this, uh, these, these feminazis that have taught this mess to these young ladies, and more and more and more they're teaching it to young men too. So it's not just a male-female thing. You have a whole lot of uh, soft men, you know. You have a whole lot of men that, you know, back in the day you would see a guy would go to the barbershop, get a haircut, and a man's haircut would take as long as the cut I got yesterday 
uh, from from uh, Tommy, a great barber. Uh, my haircut took about ten minutes. Okay, and now a woman's hairdo might take two or three hours, but that's fine because God, in His infinite wisdom, created women with all the beauty that women have, inner and outer beauty. The type of beauty, just you know, my Mrs. Hatchet. I mean, I, I don't I don't know where my life would be without Mrs. Hatchet, okay? And I lovingly refer to her as Mrs. Hatchet, by the way. She she and I joke she runs a tight ship, but she's really a very, very sweet woman. But um as anyone who knows her can attest, all right? But the the simple fact of the matter is that a woman should take an hour, two hours, three hours to get her hair done. Nowadays, you have men that will sit in a chair for hours and have someone do something to their hair and go, you know, have all these different, you know, 25 earrings, 50 tattoos, okay? And to, to do what? To make a statement. And it once was a time when the way the man made his statement was, I'm a man of my word. You can trust what I say. You can watch what I do. A man counted his accomplishments. And it was, you know, a tattoo was for the most part to signify you had accomplished something. You know, you made it through flight school. You made it through basic training. You made it through your college fraternity. So you got a, something to commemorate that, you and your, your, your military buddies. Okay? And so the tattoo was a commemoration or the cherry on top of the cake after the accomplishment, to announce to the world, this was my accomplishment. And so when you have 50 tattoos, what I mean, and I believe, believe me, folks, I believe in freedom. It's, you know, it's, it's your body. You can do what you like. But one would hope that there would come a day when people would, when this cycle would repeat itself, when it would be accomplishments that would bring self-esteem. And I don't care how many of these neoliberal teachers have an engagement in self-esteem training in school, whether it's kindergarten, elementary school, whatever, okay? Historically, self-esteem is something that comes from accomplishments. You like yourself because you have measured yourself against your father, your grandfather, your uncle, your brother, your friend, the great men of history that you've studied and you've learned about their exploits. You've measured yourself, and you are either pleased with where you have come from or you are pleased with the progress you're making. You ha and so self-esteem, you esteem yourself. You like yourself. And that's not narcissism that you think you're perfect or you're all that or you are a god, though some people take it to that extreme. But there is a, a healthy midpoint. There is a sweet spot between humility, which is very appropriate, and self-appreciation, which is very appropriate. And it goes back to one of my favorite Bible verses, Ecclesiastes, there's a time for everything. And, and I do mean everything, a time and place for everything. And I think we need to get back to that. We need, this is why we need 
people who are Christians and conservatives need to participate in the culture and not retreat from the culture. And this is what the enemy wants. The enemy wants to hound us like that young lady hounded that young man. Oh, how dare you talk about uh, you're going to um, defend your mother. Why? But just because she's a female, she needs defending? Oh, how very patrician. And many men, they shrink from that. They shrink from that. And because why? The feminazis have taken over education. The homosexuals have taken over education. And so for a man to say, I am the prophet in my home, I am the priest in my home, I am the pastor in my home, I am the protector in my home, and I am the provider in my home. For a man to say those things, then he's opening himself up to, and, and, and God bless you if you're out here, if you are teaching young men to say these things, God bless you. And um, we have this article here, uh, this gay mega donor, and look at how he's going after Christians. This is his direct quote. We quote unquote, we're going to punish the wicked. Okay. We're going to, we have a caller online. Okay. Caller, call back 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. Well, what we're going to do, we're, we're a minute late for our quarter to hour break. We'll take that break. And when we come back, then I'll get into this article here. Uh, this uh, super rich mega donor who spends his money going after Christians because Christians will not uh, humble themselves to this homosexual agenda. We will be right back. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you.
Yes, you tell them, Aretha Franklin, it's all about freedom. Yes, let it play, let it play. <laughs> Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man having a ball here on 820 AM and now 97.7 FM. And, uh, and of course, having a ball entertaining your calls, and uh, we appreciate it as always. Now, uh, again, the number here is 804-454-1366. A young man just called and asked if, uh, uh, if we were waiting for a female caller. And now we don't screen calls here. We take all callers. We take them as they come. So, young man, you can call back, 804-454-1366. I was just interested to get the female take on this issue of uh, a young lady berating a young man uh, because this young man wants to assert his manhood, okay? And so because these uh, these young girls, they've been filled with all this 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 craziness. But um, we uh, we even have uh, – what did I do with this? Uh, I, had the, I had it in my notes earlier, folks, this stuff about the, uh, the Girl Scouts and what they teach the Girl Scouts. It's um, – Oh, I know what it is with that, with the Girl Scouts. We That's with uh, the fake science thing when uh, when our guest comes back. Yeah, some research I was doing for that. All right. But anyway, uh, we want to also mention that at Fairmount Christian Church, uh, right now, it actually started 51 minutes ago from 10 to 2, the Family Foundation uh, has an event. Uh, Fairmount Christian Church is on Creighton Road, right at 295, okay? If you take 295 to Creighton and you take the east exit, you will be at Fairmount Christian Church in 30 seconds, okay? And the Family Foundation is there. For those of you who, uh, just like my catchphrase at the First Amendment, Inc., freedom is a use it or lose it proposition. Now, if you want to use your freedom and you don't know how or what to do, you go out to Fairmount Christian Church. The Family Foundation has an event today, and they will share with you opportunities for you to get involved as a grassroots activist. You can do as little or as much as your time, energy, and, uh, you know, allows. Okay? So uh, head on out there. if you're. Uh, they, they, they're going to be there till 2 o'clock. Okay? If you have a little time on your schedule and you are so inclined uh, we mentioned this last week, and then and week before last, we we had an interview with the uh, one of the uh, organizers of this event, and so I hope we have uh, many people out there participating and learning from the Family Foundation how to get involved at a grassroots level, uh, because folks, trust me, the uh, the coalition of evil they they are running this thing twenty four seven. They have three shifts, okay? They never sleep, and that's that's Satan. All right. And um, whether it's the, uh, the 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 Muslim fundamentalists, whether it's the homosexuals, whether it's the atheists, whether it's the Democratic Party, whether and I'm not talking about you, Ma and Pa Democrat, but I am talking about your leadership, the people you vote for, the people that have convinced you that they are right and Christian conservatives are wrong. And these people have basically they have deceived you. All right. And again, that's, you know, in the word of God, it says even the elite would be deceived. All right. And you are you have if if you are a Democrat voter. OK. And if you and now let's take away the, the Democrat activists, the people that 
are just uh, criminals that are going to game the system and scam, uh, fake back injury and got a check coming in the mail, go down there and play crazy and, and, uh, and, and get Social Security uh, so they don't have to work. All right. Uh, people that get phony grants, um, you know, million, a million dollar grant to do something phony, uh, you know, something ridiculous like study. And then you come up. Wow. Uh, our study has proved that there is a difference between males and females. OK, really, Dick Tracy. OK, and, uh, and more likely today, there'd be a survey or they'd be a, they'd, you'd get a grant to prove, uh, wow, uh, there is no sexual identity uh, when a child is born, but they grow up and they, uh, through the culture that they're reared in, they learn whether they are male or female, which, which is a total lie. But millions in grants are paid. And so these are people that are on a different type of welfare. Now, these type of Democrats, I'm never going to change their minds, okay? Never, ever, ever, all right? And so and that's probably a hardcore Democrat a cohort of about 30 percent. There's no no way ever, no way ever any of those Democrats are going to stop being a Democrat and become a Republican, a conservative, a Christian. None, none of that. They're not going to do anything in our coalition. It's just not going to happen. There's only one way those people change, and that's they have to have a meeting with God Almighty and have a a true Christian conversion. That's the only way those people change. There's, I have no eloquence. I have no wisdom that can work on them. But I believe that there are many Democrats out there who have just been taught a bunch of lies and that the, the harvest is ripe for these people to come over and join us in the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition. And just simply by learning what true Christian faith is, what true conservatism is, what the Constitution really means, what truly is capitalism. You know, if when you learn the morality of capitalism, that it's the thank you, thank you moment. You know, I have uh, $10 in my pocket. The coffee salesman has 10 cups of coffee, and we strike a bargain. I tell you what. That coffee smells mighty good. I'll give you one of my dollars if you give me one of your cups of coffee. He says thank you. I say thank you. That's capitalism. Or the, the term that I truly prefer, that is free enterprise. Now, what Democrats that are foaming at the mouth angry, or actually, to, to quote the book of Nehemiah, they are froth with anger, okay? Froth with anger because the prophet Nehemiah, just like Trump says he's going to make America great again, Nehemiah said, I'm going to make Jerusalem great again. The walls around my beloved home are crumbling. I'm going to go repair them. And when the opponents heard that, now in the Bible it says, Sanballat, Tobias, and the Arabians, okay? But now today we can modernize it and update that to all these different members of the coalition of evil. We can say the the communists, the socialists, the fascists, the Democrats, the atheists, the radical homosexuals, the radical environmentalists and the Arabians. 
<laughs> the, well, let me take, let me walk that one back, okay? Because not all Arabians are fundamental Muslims, okay? And uh, and not all Muslims are Arabians, but the fundamentalist Muslims that believe that government should be run by them, and government has the right to kill, rape, steal, lie, and and do and do do all of these things. That, and that simply because you don't believe the way they believe, that government has the right and the cover of religion to do these things, all right? So those are the people that come along and say that, that and, and, and the Bible in the book of Nehemiah says they were froth with anger. And a part of that coalition, if you are a Democrat out there, and if you don't believe in these things, then my friend, you are in the wrong coalition. That's a fact. Now, if you want to challenge me on that right now, we have to take a top of the hour news break. But I'll be back in six minutes. And the phone number is 804-454-1366. Six. We will be right back. Here's the best news and talk. AM 820 WNTW Chester is the answer. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A festive welcome just minutes ago for President Trump as he arrived for the commissioning of the USS Gerald R. Ford at Naval Station Norfolk in Virginia. It's a $12.9 billion warship that will officially be turned over today to the Navy. The vessel is the first member of the next generation of nuclear-powered aircraft carriers and is, of course, named after the country's 38th President, Gerald R. Ford. Outgoing White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer says that President Trump wanted him to stay on the job, but Spicer felt it would be best to step aside and let Anthony Scarmucci run the communications team with Sarah Huckabee Sanders serving as the press secretary. I said, sir, I've, I've had the opportunity to think about this. I think it is in the best interest of this administration and, and your presidency that I give these two individuals uh, the opportunity to, to operate without me in the way uh, so that they have a fresh start. And it was Spicer appearing last night on the Fox News Channel's Hannity program. Mr. Trump said in a tweet yesterday that Spicer's future remains bright. He was on the job for six months. Israel's deputy minister for public diplomacy says Palestinian leaders must call for calm as tensions soar over new security measures at a major Jerusalem shrine. A Palestinian murdered three Israelis yesterday in their home. 
Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg says the administration was too restrictive in its travel ban. Justice Ginsburg told attendees at a Duke Law School event in Washington, the court decided close relationships do include grandparents and other relatives who'd been left off the administration's list of relationships that would allow travelers to get a visa even if they come from six Muslim-majority countries. That is Jackie Quinn reporting. Hundreds of people on the eastern Greek island of Kos spent the night sleeping outdoors after a powerful earthquake killed two tourists and injured nearly 500 others across the Aegean Sea region in Greece and Turkey. More from townhall.com. Are you suffering with hearing loss? Are you sick of people constantly complaining that your TV is too loud? Are you tired of asking people to speak up? Would you like to hear more clearly, but you don't want to wear a hearing aid that makes you look old? Then you need to try Listen Clear, a life-changing breakthrough designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly. Listen Clear is fully adjustable, so you can find the perfect way to hear almost everything, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And right now, you can try Listen Clear absolutely free with free shipping. We'll even give you free batteries for life. So call now, 1-855-568-4327. Listen Clear is lightweight and completely hassle-free, and it's practically invisible. Call for your risk-free home trial with free shipping and free batteries for life. For free information, call now, 1-855-568-4327. That's 1-855-568-4327. 1-855-568-4327. The former CEO of companies that sold the virtual currency, Paycoin and Hashlips, has pleaded guilty now to a $9 million fraud in Connecticut. Homera Joshua Garza has pleaded guilty to wire fraud. Prosecutors say the former Summers Connecticut resident ran several companies in the business of virtual currency. Prosecutors say Garza sold customers the right to more virtual currency than his company's computing power could generate. They say he also used money from new investors to pay old investors. He's scheduled to be sentenced on October 12th. That's correspondent Jeremy House. The top prosecutor in the western Mexican state of Jalisco says authorities there have discovered two drug cartel training camps where they believe some 40 people are being trained after being fooled by online job advertisements. The state's attorney says authorities were tipped off by six missing persons reports that all had in common that the Mexican said they were going to pursue job opportunities in a village west of Guadalajara. More from townhall.com. A British judge has said the parents of a critically ill baby, Charlie Gard, can present new evidence at upcoming hearings to determine his fate. Judge Nicholas Francis says that the parents, Chris Gard and Connie Yates, can present evidence, but it must be new and relevant to the case. The 11-month-old's parents have been engaged in a legal battle to give Charlie an experimental treatment. Charlie suffers from mitochondrial depletation syndrome and can't breathe unaided. They believe the treatment, which has never been tested on a human with Charlie's exact condition, could could restore his muscular and brain functions. Correspondent Zara Shackley. Senator John McCain's treatment for brain cancer could keep him out of Washington for weeks, maybe months, yet it's unlikely anybody will challenge his extended leave. Congress does have a long tradition in which nobody questions ailing lawmakers forced to take time to recover. For starters, it's poor form, and it is up to the stricken member of Congress and their doctor to decide when they come back. More from townhall.com. This week, the Hopewell Prince George Crime Solvers is seeking information on a recent robbery. On June 5th, 2017, at approximately 10.27 p.m., a masked subject entered the 7-Eleven located at 3301 Oakland Boulevard in Hopewell and robbed the clerk at gunpoint before fleeing the business. The offender is described as a black male with a medium complexion, 
25 to 35 years of age, 5 foot 9 to 6 foot inches tall, 150 to 180 pounds with a medium build. He was last seen wearing a dark hooded sweatshirt, blue jeans, black and color sneakers, and was in possession of a dark and color handgun. Any persons having information on this crime are encouraged to contact the Hopewell Prince George Crime Solvers in Hopewell at 541-2202 or in Prince George County at 733-2777. You can also provide a tip via the web at tipsoff.com. If your information leads to an arrest, you can receive a cash reward of up to $1,000. Remember, criminals have nowhere to hide with you on our side. Lieutenant Paul Travia for the Hopewell Prince George Crime Solvers. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, our second hour of the program, the number is 804-454-1366 if you'd like to participate. 804-454-1366. And, uh, yes, now, we were discussing really, you know, this this whole thing, and if you if you boil it down in a nutshell, okay, whether we talk about this article, and I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time uh, on this article. This 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 joker here, uh, Tim Gill, uh, mega rich guy, um, had a job at HP Hewlett Packard, left, started his own company called Quark, uh, and blew that up. Obviously, a smart guy, uh, blew that up into him becoming a multi multi millionaire. And so now, uh, like so many of these uh, rich Democrats who have uh, through the through the tech boom have just gotten uh, many of them literally billionaires. Okay, literally billionaires. Nothing wrong with that. I'm a capitalist. Remember, nothing wrong with that. All right. Also, nothing wrong with him being an activist to spend his money uh, the way he sees fit. Actually, I'm a Christian. Nothing wrong with him saying we're going to punish these wicked Christians. Okay? So my issue is not really with Tim Gill. My issue is with Christians. My issue is not with these uber mega rich Democrats that call Christians conservatives, Republicans, that, 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 you know, before we get up and brush our teeth in the morning, they've already said we hate women, we hate blacks, we hate Hispanics, we hate children, we hate clean air, and we hate clean water, okay? Before we get up out of the bed, they're, they're on all sorts of media saying that we are full of hate. And the truth of the matter is they are the ones that are full of hate, and they have their minions at the bottom, full of hatred and passion. And this is very, very reminiscent of um, what happened with the Trotskyites. Because, you know, 2017, this is 100 years from 1917, the Bolshevik Revolution, okay? 100 years. You know, I'm always talking about on this date in history. So, uh, you know, not only was this, uh, this year sees... 100 years from when America entered World War One, it, it sees 100 years from the Bolshevik Revolution. And again, you had people uh, going after the bourgeoisie, telling the poor that 
the, the reason you're poor is because they're rich. And the more things change, the more they remain the same. And so modern update version of this, this, this homosexual Tim Gill, and again, it's his right to be a homosexual, okay? If he wants to bend over and do the kinds of things that they, those guys do, more power to him. Where I draw the line is they're going to attack the word of God that has stood forever that says this is not something that is pleasing to God. This is not something that is good for you. And this is not something that's good for families and children. Now, if you as an individual, and I'm speaking here, Mr. Tim Gill or anyone else who have those proclivities, okay, because, again, my Father in heaven gives us all free will. He gives me free will. He gives Tim Gill free will. He gives you, the listener, the Christian, the voter, the taxpayer. He gives you free will. Now, what are we going to do, respectively, with our free will? Well, Mr. Tim Gill, uh, the other members of the Coalition of Evil, this is what they're doing with their free will. Okay, they are attacking the very foundations of not just faith, but specific, specifically Christian faith, because they never attack Islamic faith. Never. Okay. Now, a part of that, uh, honestly, I think, is the simple fact that um, take one subset of this coalition of evil, the the radical environmentalists. You know those sweet, wonderful kids that would uh, put barbed wire and nails in a tree so that when um, a guy that's trying to feed his family by creating lumber so you can have things like houses and baseball bats and pianos, you know, those, kind, those, those, those wonderful kids, okay? So a guy's out here earning a living, cutting, trying to cut down a tree, a tree that God put here to be cut down and used, Okay? Because he put us in charge. I mean, what are we going to do? Live in a teepee? Even a teepee, you had to use twigs and, uh, and cowhide. Okay? So, I mean, there, there are not enough caves to accommodate people. You have to cut trees down and use them for things. And so, these wonderful people, they will walk up to a little old lady who has on a fur coat. And they will throw ketchup on her. Red paint, sometimes even uh, chicken blood, pig's blood. And they will say, oh, you're a horrible person because you killed an animal just so you could have a coat. Probably most of these people have a belt holding their pants up and they have shoes on, okay? But you have never, ever, ever heard of an instance where one of these people walked up to a biker who had on a leather coat. Now, an animal had to die for him to have that leather coat also. But he's never thrown blood on the biker. The fear factor. What's the little old lady going to do? Sometimes she might complain. Sometimes she might file charges. Quite often what she'll do is come over to their side. Oh, you sweet little child. I didn't realize that me wearing this $10,000 fur coat Hurt your precious little feelings. I'm going to stop wearing fur. I don't think the biker is going to act that way. 
I think a similar thing happens when people go after Christians but not Muslims. So it's not just faith they go after. It's Christian faith they go after. They are going after people that will not fight back. They're not going after Muslims because Muslims fight. Muslims fight when there's no reason to fight. So you know they're going to fight if you attack them. And so this is the battle. And again, people are free. But in that coalition, that coalition of evil, as I've called it, and I've never gotten a phone call from one of these people that said, well, hey, hatchet man, I'm a Muslim that believes in the fundamental right of uh, a Muslim to rape, kill, steal, and lie under the principle of takira, holy deception, written in the Quran. Okay? We've never gotten that phone call uh, from a, a Muslim fundamentalist. We've never gotten the phone call from the Democrat that says, well, hatchet man, I think you're wrong. We, we're not voting in a coalition with communists and socialists, and we don't want government to take over your whole life. We believe in freedom. We believe in the same thing you believe. We just have a different way to get there. I've never gotten that phone call. Now, I've heard a bunch of low-fat Republicans repeat that nonsense that the Democrats say, but they've never done it here with some real pushback from the hatchet man because they know that if they do, it's hatchetation time, okay? So that I don't expect that phone call, although I'll give the number out again, 4541366, okay? We've never gotten the phone call from the communist. Although the communist will go to the college campus and he will spout communism from each according to his talents to each according to his needs. Okay? And of course, with people like them seated in power to tell you who needs what and who has a talent to do what. So you become literally a slave. And as we said earlier in the program, the party of slavery has not changed. It's the Democrat Party. They were the party of chattel slavery. They are the party of financial slavery today. They are the party of ghetto slavery today. They are the party of health care slavery today. Because the health care law is not about health care. It's about control. Okay? And so, and we, and of course, we've never gotten the call from any of the NAACP types. Okay? When I call them poverty pimp Negroes. You know, and I, and I know that they know that I say this because I not only say it here, I write articles about it. Okay? Some of these articles travel around the world. There's, there's never any pushback from these people. But a low-fat Republican timidly tries to give them a little pushback. Oh, they pounce all over them. Okay, look at poor Jeff Sessions. Okay, he's about to lose his job. Why? He recused himself when no recusal was needed. Why did he do that? Well, the Democrats attacked him on something very superficial and false. And the him being true to his Boy Scout nature, um, I am Jeff Sessions. And I am a senator, and I was a Boy Scout, and I am uh, 100% offended 
that you would attack my integrity and so to prove to you that I am a nice person, I am going to recuse myself so that this can be a totally fair and impartial investigation and I will not have my thumb on the scale. So who does head the investigation? His deputy, a Democrat. You think his thumb's not on the scale? Who's the first person they put in charge of the investigation? Mueller, a Democrat. His, his thumb's not on the scale? Okay. Who got fired from the FBI? Comey, a Democrat. Refused to indict Hillary. His thumb wasn't on the scale? Obama holdovers. Mueller has put a team together to go after Trump. Any Republicans on the team? No. Any Christians on the team? No. Any conservatives on the team? No. Any capitalists on the team? Only the crony variety. Bunch of rich people that have gotten rich off the government tit. Mainly lawyers who charge the government four, five, six hundred dollars an hour to do what they're doing. These people are getting rich off of their effort to destroy Trump. Literally getting rich. Okay? A bunch of lawyers that are Obama donors and Hillary donors and Boy Scout Jeff Sessions recuses himself so that the investigation could be unfair. I mean, could be fair. And here Trump comes out two months after the fact and lays into Jeff Sessions. Number one, when Trump heard Jeff Sessions say this in his confirmation hearings, he should have been brought in that day and he should have said, Jeff, I'm going to pull your nomination if you don't back up off of this recusal stuff. You do not need to recuse yourself because if you do, and if, if Trump is strategic as people say he is, he should have been able to say, Jeff, if you recuse yourself, then that gives the Democrats an opportunity to come after me. I need you there to watch my back. And the dirty little secret, folks, is that there is no one that's impartial. And so in legal terminology, there is a thing called the adversarial system, meaning that since there are no angels, because if men were angels, you would not need government. If men were angels, you would not need government, okay? And so since men are not angels, then in government, you need people to look out for themselves. And so you have the adversarial system. You have, uh, in, in a prosecution, you have the prosecutor has the right to go tooth and nail at you, and you have the defense that has the right to go tooth and nail at you. And so it would behoove you to find yourself a pit bull. Jeff Sessions has proven himself not to be a pit bull. He has proven himself to be a, um, a, a little lap dog. Now, is he an honorable man? In the sense of, you know, if I want someone to teach um, Sunday school or if I want a nice neighbor 
or of somebody that if he's my neighbor, he's not going to be hitting on my wife or my daughter. Yeah, he's a nice guy. But this is politics, okay? Nice guy, go home. Play with your children. You want to be a leader in this country, you got to bring a set of onions. I'm sorry. And we're going to say hi to Edison. Edison from Chesterfield, what's on your mind? How you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm a little... I'm a little worked up here with this uh, this, this low-fat Republican Boy Scout stuff that I've been preaching. Uh, Edison, I've been writing this in crayon for Republicans for nine years, man. Then that's just on radio. Okay? I've been telling them prior to that that, I mean, I've, been, I've advised candidates that when you're in these debates, you got to metaphorically leave blood on the floor. Because mm-hmm. Why? That's what the opposition is trying to do to you. Am I wrong, Edison? No, I, I don't think you are, Brother Craig. Thank you much hard on yourself sometimes. I, I just want to say respectfully, you know, you said something a moment ago, and I said, I, I, got to, I couldn't get to the phone fast. I said, <clears throat> Brother Craig, you said that everybody's impartial. Oh, Brother Craig, are you impartial? No. Well, you said everybody was then. No, I said nobody's impartial. If I, if I. Oh, didn't, did you? Oh, okay. All right, yeah. we good. That, that's good. Yeah, no, no nobody's no, no. I, I impartial. I'm That's my bad. That's, my that's bad. why you have. Rude. The, I got an air conditioning blowing and. The, oh, okay. The that's why you up. have the adversarial system because the mm-hmm. this side of the argument they bring their best argument. The other side yes, they bring their best argument, and yes, so sir. what you have is the the. Um, you see, Saul Alinsky taught the Democrats in Rules for Radicals. He says, use your opponent's book against him. Yeah. And see, sometimes the devil knows the Bible better than Christians know the Bible. Because remember now, when Jesus went um, right after his mission started, when John baptized Jesus and mm-hmm. the, the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove settled on his shoulder and the words were heard, this is my son, in whom I am well pleased. And there were witnesses that heard that, right? Mm-hmm. Right, yes, sir. So the first yes, thing Jesus does is he goes on a 40-day fast. Mm-hmm. And Satan comes along and starts doing what? Three times, three times. But what did he quote to Jesus? Satan well, quoted he scripture. Jesus, he said, if you be the son of God, turn these stones into bread. He said, not so Satan is written that you shall not, that, uh, thou shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. He said, if you be the, 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 the son of God, you know, uh, cast yourself off of this pinnacle. Because it's written that he shall, his angel shall bear thee up, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. It says, not so Satan is, is written, thou shall not uh, tempt the Lord thy God. And then Amen. it also, you know, the third way you he said that he you know, you know, I, I, you know your Bible, but see, well, a lot of a lot of Christians don't realize that what that was was Satan using Scripture and using it wrong, with giving a misinterpretation. And what did Jesus do? Jesus gave pushback, and he said, "Oh no!" Back with the word. He right. He said, "Oh no, Satan, that's not really what that means. It means mm-hmm. this." No, and all I'm asking, view is. all mm-hmm. I'm asking us to do as Christians is. And particularly those who come and ask for our vote, okay? No one brought these low-fat Republicans and put a gun in their head and made them become congressman, senator, president, governor. No, they, but, but they came but and they asked for our vote, and they promised us, Edison. They said, "Look, if you vote for me, I am gonna, I am in 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 league with you on principles, 
and I'm going to enforce these principles, and I'm going to fight against principles that you disagree with and I disagree with. And then they go up there, and then these people come, and they start using our book against us. And if you have a superficial knowledge of your own book, the trick will work on you. Right. But, Greg, let me say something real quick. You know, I think that things, I think that a lot of deception and everything is being going on, and it's got to be brought to light. But I think the Lord will bring it through light. He uses people, circumstances, situations. He uses you every, 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 all the time already. I listen to you all the time. You know, well, you know I appreciate me. I learned so much for you. But I just want to say this. <laughs> You're you know, very we kind. We can't get discouraged. Cause look, look here. John McCain, McCain, brother, this man been doing it wrong, doing it wrong, doing it wrong all along. Just, and then, Lord have mercy. God bless him. You know. Yeah, I'll pray for him look, and his look, family. Look at him. Look at him. But he, you're he, right. He, he got it. But but look here. Look what all that stuff he talking. Look here. He's a veteran. Do you understand what he's what hospital he's in? I'm a veteran. He's not at I the was VA United hospital. United States Marine Corps O three hundred Infantry. They wouldn't put me in that nice hospital. You yeah. see, these politicians go in there. They ain't got no money. They broke up school backgrounds, military, you yeah. know, war heroes or whatever. And now they come at the millionaires. Then yeah. I want the same insurance policy they got. I ain't looking for nothing from a from a a a, 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 a Russian or a, that kind of background. You know, country. You know. A, a, I want everything here equal for everybody, but You're I right. want at least, I want at the very least what the Senate and the Congress got. What's wrong with that? Why ain't You're I good right. enough? Why ain't I good enough? And, and I, I you up. are right, and this is why I'm an advocate of equal rights, not special rights, okay? Not Thank special you, rights for black, white, rich, poor, male, female, everybody. Republican, Democrat, senator, or, 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 or voter. I'm in favor of equal rights, and if you eliminate... Most of the things that the Veterans Administration does, which, by the way, uh, the, the, the civilians that work at the Veterans Administration in management have made yeah. literally millions of dollars in bonuses by manipulating reports. Okay. Special interest. Which, Special yeah. Interest. And what does the book of Exodus say? Chapter 23, verse 1. Okay. Author not a false report. Okay. Oh, yes. And so yes, they're sir. famous <laughs> for these false reports so they can yes, get sir. millions of dollars in bonus money. Now, yes, if you eliminate most of what the VA does other than things that are war-related, like the VA should specialize in limb, limb replacement, reconstructive surgery, you know, the types of things that happen in war that a normal hospital, uh, other than a car accident, a normal hospital would not deal with that too much. And then give every veteran a, a medical voucher card and have him seek out the best solution for him so that that way, if you had but that's cancer. Not, that's not good enough. That, that, that's not good enough. Look but here, if you we had. Know but, that doctors, we know that doctors ain't that good. If they were so good or if they was at least adequate or they were sufficient, then why wouldn't Mr. McCain be over there at the Veterans Hospital? He ain't over there, man. But and I'm I giving you, you I, this is a good opportunity. I'm in agreement. America, stand up, please, and look around you and see Edison. God help us. Edison, yep. we're in agreement. I'm giving you the solution. Oh, I know that. I know that. I know the that, solution, I know that, the solution is that. the same as it is in yes, education. Give every oh, yes, parent sir. a voucher card, and that equalizes everyone. Yes, okay, sir. everyone right. has a voucher card, and, yes, and that way. It, just like every veteran gets a medical voucher card. You do it when you give people, with people that they say can't feed themselves, and you give them food, you give them a voucher card. It's called SNAP or EBT. It used to be called food stamps. But you don't take over the whole food distribution system. 
to feed no. to feed ten percent of the country. Well, yes, sir. it's a little more than ten percent. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> yes, but listen, sir. listen, brother. <laughs> Thank I, you so much. God bless you so good, much, and I pray that good the good Lord will bless you and and protect you and give you every good thing because he he sure. I, he, I receive that coming. blessing. God is coming. God is coming. Amen, God is brother. God Let bless every you, man Addison. be alive. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to take our bottom of the hour break, 804-454-1366. Asking him to change his ways, and no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself, then make a change. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live. We apologize for the technical difficulties there. We hope we didn't lose too many of you out there. And, um, you know, I I forgot to mention earlier, I meant to mention this, that uh, I spoke last week about hearing uh, Reverend Dr. William Barber uh, on, uh, actually, I saw him on Fox News, and uh, he, he said that prayers for Trump border on heresy. A group of pastors went to the White House and literally put hands on President Trump to pray over him and and to pray over the nation. And this Reverend Dr. William Barber, uh, I think he wants to be president of the NAACP. Okay, you know the the the, the nationally associated colored peoples. <laughs> okay, and uh, well, anyway, I have invited him to come on the program. And uh, I, I left him a personal message, and I spoke with his secretary and left left word with her. So uh, he's uh, on vacation or at a conference uh, somewhere. So I should hear this week whether or not uh, he's willing to face the hatchet man. And I, I hope he is. Okay, so um, and that's all I'm going to say about that right now. But in the meantime, uh, we have Mike on the line who who's joining us today. Uh, Mike from Richmond, what's on your mind, brother? Hatchet man, when I first heard Jeff Sessions speak, I said, this man has no fire in his belly. None. He has no fire in his belly. And then when I hear he's over there uh, talking to those other senators like Dan Feinstein, they're all old friends, you know, they pat each other on the back. Yeah. And, and, and it just makes me sick. But now we are find out that this guy Scaramooch, who's going to sort of be a replacement for the... Uh, uh, Sean Spicer. And it's about Spicer, time. That See, this guy believes in lesbian gay rights. He believes what? In, in, in global warming. And he believes, he doesn't believe in the Second Amendment. Scaramoochie? That's what I heard yesterday on a reliable talk show. And I believe, yeah, on a reliable talk show. I've got to do a little research on that well, one. Do, and <laughs> saying, what, what? I'll look. I'll be ready for that one next week, okay? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you need, you need to do research on that. And yeah. You know, uh, what I plan on doing is uh, I'm going to write in Corey Stewart's name. It might not do any good, but I will not vote for Gillespie. Because you say, well, if you don't vote for Gillespie, Northern's going to get in. Well, you know what? I don't know if Northern would be any worse than Gillespie because Gillespie, he, he is an establishment rhino. That's you know? true. That's when are we true. We're going to teach these 
establishment of rhinos a lesson that you're in there for us, not to enrich yourself. Yeah, now, uh, slow down, Mike. couple of things here. Number one, any Republican is better than any Democrat. That's just an ironclad rule. And so while, you know, you, you know that Gillespie is not my favorite cup of tea, I mean, I probably wrote the hardest article that could be written against Ed Gillespie, right? And um, that that article went all over the place. And the guy would not come on the show. I invited him. And this I invited him way before writing any of this now. Um, I moderated one of the d- debates, one of the governor's debates. He did not show up for the debate, okay? So he's not my favorite cup of tea. But I tried to help drag John McCain over the finish line against Barack Hussein Obama. He he didn't make it, but I voted, you know, I, I, I just, I always support these guys. Same thing with um, Mitt Romney. I helped, tried to help drag Mitt Romney over the finish line, all right? But Mitt, even though he was not my guy, uh, you know, that go-round, I wanted um, Newt Gingrich. But... I didn't. I didn't get what I wanted, so I I was in support of Mitt. All right. So here we are again. Now uh, you and I both supported uh, Corey Stewart. We didn't get our way. So now we have a choice. Do we? You know. And this thing about teach them a lesson. I mean, it, it that that never works. Okay. That that never works. They're they're, they're never ever going to learn a lesson. What we have to do is the next. The next time we have a primary, we have to defeat them because even if uh, their guy loses next go round, the establishment is still going to support an establishment guy. It's it's just the way it is. We have to outthink them, outwork them, out fundraise them. Well, we probably won't out fundraise them, but certainly we can outwork them, and certainly we can outthink them. Is well, the, and I'm see, that's not that. that hard. It's not hard to outthink them because their thinking is predictable. Yeah. And, and this is why I'm able to predict. I mean, I'm the only guy that predicted Dave Bratt would beat Eric Cantor. I'm, I'm the only news analyst in the country that predicted that. And I'm one of the few that predicted in the Republican primary that you would have Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, and Ben Carson those three and those three only as leaders, and that all of the other establishment Republican politicians, and some of them are fine gentlemen, just like uh, Jeff Sessions, in a sense, he's a fine gentleman. You know, they unfairly call him a racist. The man broke the back of the Ku Klux Klan in Alabama. I mean, how are you going to call that man a racist? But he doesn't know how to defend himself. I could defend him better than he could defend himself. If he would just call me up and say, hatchet, man, I've got a problem. I've got a bunch of poverty pimps on my tail. Man, I would show up and I would stump a mud hole in those Democrats and then proceed to walk it dry. Okay? But do they ever call me? No. No, no. They don't call me. Same no, thing. And they're not listening to Sean Hannity and they're not listening Look, to Ed to Gillespie. If if Ed Gillespie would call me, not on the air, but he has my number, I have his. Okay, I have his name and number. I'm not going to give it out, but we know each other. If he were to call me and say, Brother Craig, I need a hatchet man. Okay, I want to win this race. I could show him how to become governor, but I'm never going to get that phone call. Yeah. I'm well, never, I'm never going to get that phone call. Mainly because they are he wedded. Think you know- 
they're you wedded think you to know their what you're stupid. Talking about Hatchet Man, that's say, what it is. He thinks he knows more than you anyway. Well, they think that, but see, where they predict wrong, I predict right, and I'm not. I mean, it's an odd thing, you know. I don't like to boast, but this is talk radio, and if I don't do it, who's gonna do it? Okay, if I don't sell myself of what the types of uh, analytical skills that my heavenly Father has blessed me with, if I don't share that, who's gonna sh- who's gonna who's gonna share it? Okay, so it's you know, it, it, and it's odd to just talk about yourself like that, but you know, it's 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 a part of the job. I have to do it, and it's a fact. I can back it up. I have it in writing. I have. Uh, uh, recordings of radio programs. I have recordings of speeches that I've given over the years. I can back up that I know how to analyze these things. I understand the times. It is not that I'm so brilliant that I figured it out. I've, I'm a good listener. Okay, I'm a very good listener. One of the people that I've listened to over the years is Neil Howe, who wrote a great, great book that I highly recommend called The Fourth Turning. Okay. And uh, this is why Steve Bannon is so valuable to Donald Trump. Steve Bannon is familiar with Neil Howe, Neil Howe's work. Neil Howe and uh, his writing partner, uh, William Strauss. Now, Strauss died, but Howe is still kicking. And they wrote, they collaborated on eight different books, uh, six of them with each other, and two of them they collaborated with others. And of those eight books, I've read seven of them. Two of them I've read more than once. And I did a six-week television series titled America's Next Great Crisis. And, Mike, I did that TV series six years ago, talking about what we're going through right now. Okay? And Steve Bannon did a movie, very similar theme, called Generation Zero. So Bannon is a disciple of Neil Howe, as am I. And so this is one of the reasons why. And then I try to use biblical wisdom as well and so this is why i basically listen to others and god has blessed me and put me in a place and sometimes i wonder you know mike why am i a talk radio host okay god has me where he wants me to be because i'm blessed in that i get to interview some really really brilliant people and i mean i have literally thousands of books at my house i mean a dozen books came in the mail to my house this week all right, last week a box came that had 14 books in it. And so the I get to benefit from other people's scholarship, and I get to pick and distill that and share that with you. And so in a sense, I'm just a runner in a race, as I've used this analogy before. I have a baton in my hand that I did not put in my own hand. God chose other people to put that baton in my hand, and as I run my leg of the race, I'm trying to hand that baton off. And uh, and I think the, the Republican Party would be wise. And if, and if not me, there are other people like me that they could listen to. And if I rub them wrong, because, you know, I can be a little brusque at times, and, and I get it, and I go after them really, really hard. And, and I think they need someone to go after them hard. And if that hurts their feelings, then they could find someone else that's telling truth. But the man needs... I'm going to tell you somebody else that needs this. Corey needs it. Corey Stewart needs it because the press conference that Corey held where he came out and he said, I'm, I'm going to, uh, how, let me get the phraseology uh, correct here. 
I'm going to run a ruthless campaign. Yeah, and I'm yeah. going to do – and all that's fine and dandy. But, see, you don't hold a press conference to say how ruthless you're going to be. That's something you do. That's not something you say. Yeah, and then you don't say it. You do it after you get in office. Well, you know, actually, you have to do it in the campaign in order to get in office. Well, I don't know. You I have to. You that. have. This is how Trump got it, okay? Now, I'm no big fan of the way Trump did it because, let's be honest, Trump called Carly Fiorina ugly. He called Ted Cruz a liar, one of the most honest politicians there is. He called, he called a very fine physician, Dr. Ben Carson. He called the man a pedophile. Took what? Yes. I don't know what he called him. He called the man a pedophile. I'm telling you, he did it, okay? Well, all I wanted to say was Ben Carson was one of the first ones to endorse him. Well, afterwards, and look, look, he he, he pointed, when Ben Carson was at 36%, I wrote my article that it was going to be Carson, Trump, or Cruz, and that Carson would be the first one to fade out. And I wrote that before Donald Trump took Ben Carson out. I did not like the way he took him out, but he was going to go out anyway because he's so soft-spoken. But yeah. the man did not yeah. need it to be called a pedophile. Right. Okay. No. Now, yeah. how did and Trump never apologized, and he and when 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 Carson faded, he blamed it on Ted Cruz. He said Ted Cruz uh, gave a, uh, a false report that Carson was leaving the race, and then that's why Carson faded. Carson right. faded. Because Donald Trump called the man a pedophile, and he had, and he couldn't defend himself. Yeah. He wouldn't defend himself. Well, okay. And so I'm no fan of the way Donald Trump went through those 17 politicians and took them apart one by one. But what happened is it impressed upon the mind of the voter. Okay, and I'm sure a lot of voters didn't like it the way I didn't like it. But what they did like, they said finally. Finally, we have a fighter. We have someone that can look Hillary Clinton in the eye and call her the evil, wicked, lying thief that she is. Yeah, okay. She in jail, though, is she? Well, she in jail. you're right. She's she needs to go to jail because she and Obama. Now, people often say this about Hillary, but they will not say it about Obama. Now, how can it be true about Hillary? If it's not true about Obama, when Hillary worked for Obama, and what I'm talking about is the transfer of 20% of America's uranium capacity to Russian control. Russian control. And we have all this talk about uh, Russia collusion, and that's never brought up. And again, the low-fat, and see, and Trump has too many low-fat Republicans around him. And in some regards, Trump is a low-fat Republican when it comes to the homosexual issues yeah, and, the, and the false yeah. global warming, okay? In some ways, Trump is like he's a blend of all these things. But he, the reason he won is one reason and one reason only. The man is a bruiser, he's tough, and he doesn't mind mixing it up. Well, and so, he, said, he said the right things, too, to us. He said the right things. Well, he needs to deliver on them, okay? Well, that's true. And he needs he to deliver. He's going to start losing his base. Yeah, he needs to but deliver. That, that, that's what will make him lose his base when his base realizes this guy has no intention on getting some of this stuff through that he yeah. promised he was going to do. And the Obama and we don't scam. Need to hear the excuses about how Congress won't work with me because you knew that going in that you were going to have problems. Yeah, but look, please don't write in, uh, Corey. Please 
hold your nose and vote for Ed Gillespie, okay? Uh, hold your well, nose. I'm going to vote for the rest of the Republicans, and I'll give it some thought. Yeah, give, give it some thought, thought, brother. We got until November for you to pipe down. I, and look, trust me, I, I understand the sentiment. I really, I really do. But I'm just saying Republicans really need to learn. They really need to learn how to fight, okay? And uh, Ted Cruz needs to take some lessons so the next time he runs, I mean, and I hope he does run. The only way I would hope he wouldn't run is if Trump would put him on the Supreme Court. I think the Supreme Court would be a good place for Ted Cruz. I do, too. I do, too. But absent that, he needs to run again, but not run as a Boy Scout, okay? This is what this Boy Scout thing has gotten Jeff Sessions in trouble. This Boy Scout thing is is one of the reasons why um, Ed Gillespie is not favored. Okay, and if Ed Gillespie and this is a thing, another thing too, Republicans can't think outside the box. They keep telling me, well, that's just Ed's nature. He's not going to do that. He's going to have the the more muted, quiet Northern Virginia strategy. But look, this is biblical. Okay. When right. God gave Moses a mission, Moses complained to God. Imagine that. You're going to complain to God now. Mm-hmm. Moses complained to God, I'm not the right man because of my uh, impediment of speech. Okay? So Moses was a hesitant speaker, just like Ed Gillespie is a hesitant speaker. So God told tells Moses, look, my decision is final. You're the guy. But if you don't have confidence in your ability to speak, you can hire your brother Aaron. He doesn't have a, an impediment of speech. And so this is all Ed Gillespie has yeah. to do. If yeah, well, Ed Gillespie his, cannot his kick butt Ed. and take names, if Ed Gillespie is not willing to tote the big set of onions to the fight, if he wants to be a blueberry tart, all he has to do is find an onion toter and hire that person. Okay? But I'm telling you, if there is no onion toter in his camp, if there is no hatchet man, and it's not that it has to be me, right. and I'm not advertising for a job. I'm saying someone with an attitude like my attitude, okay? Someone like uh, Corey Lewandowski, who's right. like he's like 100% attitude. I love the guy. Strong, strong attitude. If Ed Gillespie does not have someone on his camp like that, if all he has around them a nice guy, Boy Scout, um, cookie-cutter Republicans, low-fat Republicans, Standard Republicans, a bunch of fine people, many of them are my friends, okay? But if that's if he does not expand the knowledge base uh, and, and have the capacity to attack Northam and the Democrat brand, it's not just about Northam. It's not Ed Gillespie versus Ralph Northam. It's Republicans versus Democrats. It's conservatives versus neoliberals. It's Christians versus... Um, atheists, it's Republican Party versus Democrat Party. And then last and least important, it's Ed Gillespie versus Ralph Northam. And now, But if they make it all about Ed and Ralph, Ralph's going to win. Well, uh, uh, I'm uh, telling these people what I know, okay? I've right. been doing this am a I, long am time. Getting, am I getting through to you? Am I getting through to you? Try you it again. Me? I can hear you fine. Okay, because I know you like to talk like I do. <laughs> uh, but uh, well, I had, uh, but it's my show, I, Mike. But yeah, go ahead. One, let me give you a run. Go at it. One other thing. This church you're always talking about, Fairmount, is that the one that's on Mechanicsville Pike? 
Now, they used to be on Mechanicsville Pike. They went from Fairmount Avenue in 1902. Uh, they went to... 2002, you mean? No. Oh, was that the 1902. No, that's when they were founded over uh, 100 years ago. In the, well, the in the early 19... That's why it's called Fairmount Christian Church. They started on Fairmount Avenue. Yeah. They built a, Then they built a new church on Mechanicsville Pike across from the showplace. Right. That's and so now they've uh, about 20 years ago they built this church on Creighton Road. And oh, just Creighton this Road. year they built a big new addition to the church on Creighton Road. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. you're thinking of the right church, but the congregation moved <laughs> from Mechanicsville Turnpike right. about 15 years ago to the yeah. current location on um on Creighton Road. And so if you take 295 yeah. If you take 295 and take the eastern exit, it's like a quarter mile on the right-hand side. Yeah. Now, one other thing about Gillespie. Gillespie believed in all this immigration into this country. He believed in that because it's yes. cheap labor. Yes. Cheap yes. labor. I and get he it. believes in the lesbian gay rights, too. Now, remember that. He's not going to change his mind, and you have not changed is... my mind either. But I will give it some thought, and you're okay. working on me, okay? <laughs> all right. God bless Take you, man. Take care. Have a good weekend. Okay. God loves you. Okay. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Uh, 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. About seven minutes left in the program. Time to get another call or two uh, in. And, you know, and it's been a great program. Um, you know, and back, and let me just tie some things together here. This theme of um, what I'm always talking about is how our freedom and our rights come from God and the fact of that what these elections are really about you know, people want to separate religion and politics. And then uh, secondarily, in polite company, people will say, well, those are the two things you don't discuss because uh, just like Mike was just saying that, um, you know, I'm not going to change his mind, although he did say he'd think about it, and I appreciate that, Mike. <laughs> and, uh, and that uh, I'm not, oh, me or anyone, we're not going to change Gillespie's mind. Now, I would disagree because, see, these politics, these politicians are sensitive to voters and polls and what can get them to the goal that they're after, okay? Because they can't get themselves there. You, the voter, you have more power than you realize. And if we would just simply impress upon him the idea that he should not, he should fear us and not them, okay? Fear, they see, Republicans have no fear of Republican voters. They fear Democrats. They fear the megaphones of the arbiters of culture, which are uh, Hollywood, uh, news media, academia, all the usual suspects, okay? And these are all places that are run 90% uh, plus. They're run by Democrats, okay? And these people, what they have in common is they do not believe that you and I have uh, rights that come from God. And let's take... Uh, immigration, for example. The Democrats want immigration because they view this as a a pool of voters because they're bringing poor people in. And poor people, rather than being taught how to go um, and learn how to fish and feed yourself, they're taught that, well, the government is going to give you a fish, even though the Christian Bible says that's not good. The Christian Bible wants you to learn how to fish for yourself, and it further says, if a man worketh not, neither shall he eat. 
Okay, now that's God's word. That, but the Democrat Party's word is, you know, we have an unlimited pot of money. We're going to take it from the Republicans and give it to you. So when you show up, you've not contributed one dime to the economy because you just got here. Okay? But this money that was put aside in this pot that people put in there so if they or their family falls on hard times, there's something to help them to bridge the gap. We're going to take that money from them. We're going to give that money to you. That's vote purchasing. That's bribery. In any situation other than politics, that's illegal. You go to prison for that, unless you're a politician. You can go to prison. So I've been telling Republicans for how many years that this is what you need to go to the people and say. But do they listen? No. Why? Fear. They feel like the message that the Democrats have, that there's a big pile of free stuff here, that that message is not something that they can overcome with truth. And so, therefore, they don't try. Okay? And it's a very, very old saying that the will to do, the will, listen to this carefully, the will to do is brought about by the knowledge that one can do. So when you don't believe you can do something, you lack the will to give it a good attempt. And so in messaging, they don't have any confidence that they can overcome the Democrats' lies. And so it goes back to the Bible verse I quoted at the beginning of the show. Whose report do you believe? Caleb came in, quieted the crowd, and said to Moses, we can take the land. But Caleb was in the 20%. In the 80%, they said, well, actually it was more than that because it was 10 against 2. They said, these people are giants, and they are men who are well established. We are like grasshoppers to them. We cannot overcome them. And this is the problem we're having with the Republican Party today. And we have to let that be the last word, folks. And it's been a great program. And uh, I really appreciate all the calls. And uh, hopefully we'll have our guests back uh, another week to share with you about uh, the fake science issue. In the meantime, you all be very, very blessed out there. Be careful in this heat. Uh, I hope many of you come by. There's two more hours at Fairmount Christian Church uh, with the Family Foundation. Uh, if you're in the area, uh, head on out there. Fairmount Christian Church is on uh, Creighton Road, uh, right at the east exit off of 295. God bless you, Virginia. We're going to see you right here. Same hatchet time next week. Same hatchet station. Here's the best news and talk. AM 820 WNTW Chester is the answer.